Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show as we start a new week. Matt Catrillo back here with you in the producer chair. Thanks to Chad and Matt for filling in for me while I was on vacation last week. It is good to be back here with you. Good to be back with Steve once he steps into the Sunbury Motors studio. And we all know Sunbury Motors stands for Sunbury Motor Company, selling more cars and satisfying more customers. With that comes the need for many great behind-the-scenes employees. While they have many awesome technicians ready to serve you, they need more due to the busy business that a 107-year-old dealership has earned. They are looking for entry-level and experienced technicians to work in their quick lane, car light truck service, heavy truck service, body frame and alignment, and towing departments. Whether you are an experienced technician, an entry-level technician looking for your first job, or someone looking for a career change, they would love to hear from you. Stop by in person, apply online at sunburymotors.com, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. And, of course, every Monday show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury, or go to purdyinsurance.com. Home auto, life, business, boat, RV. Starting to see some more boats on Lake Augusta in the last several weeks. And, of course, we had a terrific outing at the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament last week at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club, benefiting the greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Looked like a great time. Sorry I missed it, but looked like it was a good time and all went well, and it was good to see everybody in person. And always look forward to that each and every year, so we'll look forward to that again coming up next year. And the Purdy's, they are the true pros' pros, bottom line, with insurance needs, as well as playing them, of course. And it's all at Purdy Insurance, Parkett Street in Sunbury, or go to purdyinsurance.com. And we got a lot of football to get to today on this Monday. You know, I it's been a good week or so for me, of course, get away on vacation for a little bit. And then to come home to preseason football finally to watch. A whole slate of them. Eagles open up on Friday night against the Jets, though they lose. The starters look terrific offensively and defensively. The Jets were the Jets. Lose Mike White for two to four weeks, which or Zach Wilson's rather for uh, two to four weeks. Mike White had to come in in relief there. And then there comes the Steelers. Kenny Pickett. With the game-winning drive looking terrific in his Steelers debut and a Steelers win against the Seahawks 
at Acrisure Stadium on Saturday night. But really, all three quarterbacks played well, and that is, if you're Mike Tomlin, a good problem to have. Mitchell Trubisky came in. He looked good on the run. Made a terrific throw to a wide-open target for a touchdown on the opening series. He gets out. Mason Rudolph continues to have a really impressive offseason and off and camp. Still no interceptions as I know of in camp. And he looked really good. Had a terrific throw to George Pickens, who also shined in that game Saturday night for the Steelers. And then there was Kenny Pickett and what he did. Sure, he had a lot of short throws. There's the biggest argument right now when it comes to Kenny Pickett that should he or should he not maybe move up the depth chart a little bit after that performance. Well, one side is, oh, he just had a lot of short throws. He should make those completions. But if you go back and look at most of those throws, I would say about 90% of those throws, he had either pressure in his face, hands up, or had to get and had to fit the football into some tight windows. Like those were all not easy throws that people make it out to be. Those were good throws he had to make. He made a lot of good decisions. He looked good on the run. He was able to show his athleticism and elude some of the pressure, make plays with his feet. He stayed calm, cool, and collected and led on a game-winning touchdown drive. I, I get it was against the threes and fours at that point for Seattle. But the bottom line is, this guy is supposed to be your future. You, got, you spent a first-round pick on him. And let's face it, the two guys in front of them haven't lit up the world on fire in their careers, though they've both have had a good camp to this point. I don't see why not you can't give Kenny Pickett a shot to start the next game. This is a quarterback competition for a reason. And I also think Mason Rudolph is deserving of maybe moving up and maybe getting some reps with the ones because of how well he's played. I get it, it's camp, but you can't ignore the fact that he hasn't thrown a pick up to this point in camp. And, of course, he played well in the game Saturday night. I think that's how the Steelers need to approach game two in Jacksonville. Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph should get reps with the ones and then let let Mitchell Trubisky play. You sign Mitchell Trubisky to be the stopgap guy, most likely. That's why you signed him. Because you didn't know what you had in Mason Rudolph. So to me, you have not much more to gain, I don't think, with Mitchell Trubisky (sighs) than you do with Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph. Kenny Pickett should start. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's my that's my take. And if they don't both they both don't play well, then guess what? Then you bring in Trubisky who hasn't done anything to lose his job. That's how I see it with the Steelers. But it is good to be back with you, Steve Jones. So you're eight and fifteen since the All Star breaks. Quite a unit you got. Then there's that. (laughs) I'm glad I was away because it's been ugly. And yes, I have officially hit the panic button on the Yankees. You have the same record as the Pirates in the last ten games. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Very, very uninspiring. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not happy with the Yankees right now. It's very frustrating. And of course, what's the coverage? I go to CBS Sports today. You know, Aaron Judge, home run, pace continues. Uh, he went over for 4 last night with three strikeouts. Okay? Now, let me put it to you this way. Individuals go to the Pro Bowl. Teams win championships. 
Okay. What do you think of that one? You're not wrong. He hasn't been great either lately. No, he's hit a couple home runs here and there. But yeah. then Stan, I mean, when Stan gets back, you know, at least through the first four innings, you can expect some production. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Well, let me tell you something, though, about this whole standing injury. Uh, Cashman and or Aaron Boone got some splaining to do. Because it wasn't just, oh, he was fatigued from the All-Star break. It was obviously something way more serious, serious enough that he's missed two weeks. He was supposed to come back this weekend against the Red Sox, and now all of a sudden he's got to go and take BP and, and do a full practice today before the Rays game, and then he probably will have to go to the minors to do a rehab assignment. So where was that accountability? Where was that where was that openness about what was wrong with Stanton? Well, let me put it this way. Right now, you don't have the best record in the American League. You don't even have the best record in New York. Exactly. You got to be trans... And more of a reason why you got to be transparent with these things. Because believe it so or not, that- Stanton's had a good year. I know you get the, the four-inning thing, the crack, whatever. But he's still been a big part of the lineup. And it affects the way pitchers pitch right now. So you got to tell your fan base well, what's innings, going on. In the late innings, they don't. In the late innings, they're kind of like, okay, whatever, Stanton, all right. You know, it's like fourth inning, I'd better bear down. But still, I want some accountability on the Stanton five through nine, they're like, you know, in fact, you know, well, we're just going to lob it in. He can't hit it out. He, he's mentally, he's gone. Uh, you know, they know that. Uh, so a couple of notes. Uh, Petey Carrill, by the way, died. Um. Uh, the Princeton offense, the architect of the Princeton offense, Pete Carrill. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you ever had a chance to meet him. He was a riot to talk to. There's a great story that Jim Tarman told me. Penn State had an opening. And it was, I think it was 19... Oh boy, I'm trying to think. It may have been... It may have been the 1983 opening that Bruce got. And, of course, they interviewed Rick Pitino. But the reason they didn't go with Rick was they thought that he'd stay for a short period of time and and would leave. That's why that was one of the determining factors. Pete Carrill got a hold of Jim Tarman. And he said, I'd like the the Penn State job. He said, but I don't want to interview for it, and I just want to just get the job. So I'll drive up, meet you, halfway, Harrisburg, whatever. He says, and we'll work something out. And Jim's like, he says, he says, Pete, we can't do it that way. <laughs> he said, well, that, he said, but that's the only way I'll do it. He says, Pete, we can't do it that way. Jim told me that story a long time ago. And I got to meet the Holidaysburg Little League team last night. How about that? All right. Uh, they will start playing. They were very proud to tell me this. They, they said, so I said, so when's your first game? And I met all the all the players. They're all big Penn State football fans. Love it. With one with one exception. Oh no! And they have one one young man that is a big Pitt fan, and they also mentioned that he is an Ohio State fan as well. Get the lingerie up. on the deck. Call the janitor. <laughs> I looked over at him, I put my arm on his, on his shoulder, and I said, when you're at the plate, I will root for you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I said, Pennsylvania blood's deeper than than that. He goes, okay. Uh, but the coach, I was talking to the coaches, great group of guys. Players were great to talk to. And I said, so when do you open up? And they said, we're on in prime time on Thursday on ESPN. They're going to play Pearland, Texas, by the way. <clears throat> so it was great to meet them last night. They were at the Crosscutters game last night. So the uh, bottom line is uh, I'm thrilled for them. It's great that they're in. They'll represent Pennsylvania well, and let's see how far they can go. But it was fun to meet all of them. Fun to meet all of them. And I brought up Giancarlo Stanton, and they all looked. They said, well, no, our games are six innings and not four. I said, I know. Oh, my almighty! (laughs) Your team is not good. They're not good. They beat up on a lot of teams, and then all of a sudden they... In a stretch, they started playing teams that were competitive, and they that was it. They're done. <clears throat> Got the Rays next, right? Yeah, Rays, Sweet. Toronto, and the Mets now. Oh, yeah, got, got Kara Cole going tonight. <laughs> yep. $36 million, giving up 21 home runs. All right, um, good. <clears throat> but Wander Franco and Ramirez are still out. Mm. Well, May, who's listed as day to day, but then again, aren't we all mad? All right, so yes. <laughs> so, how was your vacation? Good. It was a lot of fun, filled with a lot of good graces, and it's it's I'm I'm all nice and refreshed and ready to go. And you came back filled with more Yankee hate. Great. <laughs> all right. Uh, so it's all good. It's all good. Well, I had to let it go while I was out at, at my uh, at my retreat in Ohio, so I had to let it go. So I it it, it had a, I had a lot to get out of me from letting it all go for a week. Was was this an exorcism? What was going on? I mean, come on! <laughs> all right, uh, great, uh, fabulous. Got a lot going on today on the show. We'll have Donnie Collins coming up. Glenn Mack now and a guy that knows you all too well, Alex Kazora. <laughs> yes. Live from training camp, by the way. He's been there every day this uh, this uh, whole entire camp. He'll be coming back when he talks to us. By the way, when the TV deal comes out, the part everybody's interested in is going to be the uh, streaming part. But for one year... This is going to be interesting to see how they balance this. You do know next year CBS still has the SEC deal. Yes, I did know that. Which which means the Big Ten is going to have to balance out their schedule with CBS to make it work. Just thought I would bring that up because it's something that hasn't been brought up. Now, they'll work with them. There's no question about that. But, yeah. Ooh, the Mets and Braves, that's a really good series. Both teams are really good. Boy, it would be great to have a... Yeah. 
you know, a lot of people in New York, New York have now like shifted over, and they love the Mets. F O U L E D. That spells Falda. Believe the Mets are winning, aren't they? Let's see here. Um, standings: Mets. Mets just beat the Phillies, obviously. Wow, one team's two and eight in their last ten. The other one's eight and two. Ooh, I wonder which one's the eight and two team. Quite a no, team. Senor! No, senor! No, senor! And you can't even win your own city, and you spend a billion dollars. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult, well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... out of auto repair. And A.J. Brown in motion. He's looking his way. Throw it toward the five and in for the touchdown is Dallas Goddard. Two dangerous receivers in the same section of the field. They had to choose one, and Goddard gets the opening touchdown of the preseason for the Eagles. Are they still 0-0? Still 0-0. Phillies have been rolling along, by the way, until they got to um, the Mets, and the Mets won the last two. DeGrom pitched a great game the other day. Say this, the Mets also have a bullpen. The former Spike Adam on Avino. And Edwin Diaz has been... Ter- Diaz, you know what's strange about him? Every other year, he pitches really well. Literally, every other year. He's had an ERA under two in 18, 20, and 22. It's unreal. This year, he's got a 1.33 ERA. He's got 27 saves. Phenomenal. And you've already got Scherzer, and now you got DeGrom back, and DeGrom is giving you six great innings. It's great to see you, like, starting pitchers in New York earn their money. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. It's one of the Phillies, what, 42 and 22 since June 1st? Yeah, they have one of the better records in baseball since then. Yeah. It's amazing how certain teams like get better as the season goes while others just wear out (laughs) 
I'd say give them, what, three more weeks, they'll have a better record. Hmm. What do you think? No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! They're going to have to win a lot of games to even come remotely close to where the Yankees are right now, record-wise. Uh, yeah, they're nine wins back. Yeah, that's that's a pile of games. You haven't won nine games since the All-Star break. Correct? Yeah, have, have not won back-to-back games yet. They, they, they have not won nine games yeah. since the All-Star break. Yeah. They're a little closer in record than you think. <laughs> ah, just the mere panic in your voice. And now you're celebrating over a preseason game where the starters played a series. Well, I just know one way or the other I should have some excitement this fall. And I but I was expecting it to I was expecting to have it from my football and baseball team, but now I'm counting on just my football team. Because I think my baseball team is going to be very, very disappointing come October. A lot of Phillies fans around there. They seem pretty happy. All right. Um, today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street and Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Bill, Craig Purdy, can't thank them enough for... Being in the group, in fact, uh, Bill and I were in the same cart. Steve Engel, what a great time we had at the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament. While you were off gallivanting in Turks and Caicos, we were out in the golf course raising money for a great cause. <laughs> uh, you know, so. I did miss everybody this time, though. Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. It was great to see Bonnie. and What a great day. We had a lot of fun. And uh, we started playing strategically. I said, look, if we keep rolling, we may get to the top flight. But if we stay in our own flight, we may win. So did we sandbag a little bit? Sure. We ended up second in our flight. Guess who finished last in our flight? S-U-I-T. Yeah. That spells suit. They, ah! they gave out, the, you know, second place, whatever. Then they his says third. I say, can I see the envelope? And then I borrowed Mark Lawrence's pen, and I crossed out third, and I put last. <laughs> <laughs> Participation trophy. All right. All for the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. They're going to raise at least $20,000 for that. Let's talk Penn State football now with uh, Donnie Collins, Grand Times Tribune. Hey, Donnie, great to have you with us uh, as we roll on here. Steve, I once interviewed Tommy Lasorda. I never asked him a question. Talk to him for 30 minutes. That's Tommy Lasorda. Yep. You, you don't have to have a conversation with him. <laughs> he can carry the whole thing for you. I'm not even sure I asked for a conversation. I just I said, hey, Tommy, how are you doing? And then that was it. So I guess I did ask him a question, but, but uh, it was just how are you doing. Yeah. He's a, he's a talker, that guy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was really neat to meet him, you know. And I, 
started to tell him what I did. He said, I know what you do. I listen to the games. I said, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Great. So here we are. This is a pivotal week. Uh, this is the week where starters get solidified, uh, sub-packages get more solidified, uh, guys that are going to be part of the travel team you know, will be more solidified, and then the, at the end of the week, some guys are going to slide to the scout team. Uh, so what do you know to this point, or what do you think to this point? I, I think they have a lot of talent. I, I, I think the, the, the guys who are going to slide to the – to the scout teams, to me, are very interesting because there's some there's going to be some guys on those scout teams who could probably play at some other programs, especially on the defensive line. I think there's a I think there's actually a really deep defensive line. Secondary, obviously, is a, is a spot that that's going to happen. But yeah, I, I I look at I look at this whole team and there's there's just a couple of uh, you know obviously by the end of the week they want to have you know they, they want to probably have their middle linebacker settled. They want to have their offensive line, uh, you know kind of settled in who, who who's going to be where you know I, I think they have a good idea of who's going to be where there but but I, I think they I think they really want to see this week what they can what, what they're going to have going forward and you're right this is the week where you know you're getting you're getting closer to the game you want to be able to have a, a full week of practice with the guys you have being your ones and twos and when you, you want you want to be able to prepare for Purdue so th- this is the this is the week to get it done but I I really think that they pretty much know who's going where and, and and know what they got. This is not a your typical team that was 500 over the last two seasons. This is a, this is a team where you you know what you have talent wise, and it's just a matter of who's gonna who's gonna rise to the top and who, who's gonna have to you know who's not gonna be part of that rotation. It's a very talented freshman class. How interested are you as to see which ones can break through and get themselves some plays during games? Oh, very because I think the freshman class. That's going to determine for you who's yeah how how good a team you could be. You know, do you have a dynamic running back out of those two guys? And and, and I think they believe they do with with Nick Singleton and, and Katron Allen. But how much do you play those guys? How ready are they? Uh, I, I if if they're on the more ready side, you could have a a, a dimension to this offense that you haven't seen in the last couple of years, which is that guy who could break the long run, who could beat you with speed, beat you in the passing game. I I, I think they're really looking forward to that, but. You know, there's some there's some other guys. You know, defensive backfield. I think there's some guys who can who can come right in and, and play, and, and and the defensive line. So I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I everybody who asks me, you know, where is there a, you know, where, where is there a strength that that nobody's talking about? I tell everybody the defensive line. I think they they could be they could be really really good up front, uh, and, and and some of those guys are are, are going to fit in there. But I, I I don't know how many of these true freshmen are coming to start, at, you know, against Purdue, but. They're gonna they're gonna play quite a bit. I, you know, another thing I you know, thought a lot about lately is back in in fifteen when they're playing Temple and they lose to Temple. Saquon Barkley had one carry. Yes. So Purdue game isn't necessarily an indication of who's gonna play moving forward. At, at some point, those guys are, are going to put themselves in a position where they're the, they're the guys who who are pushing everybody for playing time and maybe upsetting the apple cart, which is a good thing. In, in college football, you want you don't want comfortable starters, right? Uh, no question. Everybody is taking a low key approach uh, in talking about the offensive line, which I think is is justified. In other words, you know, show show everybody. Okay, uh, so what's your thought on the offensive line? Yeah, that's a that's a tough one because every year I think I, 
I, I don't know if I'd be the guy who's saying, like Franklin has the last couple of years, you know, this is the year. I, I, don't, I don't think you ever say this is the year. Right. Because if, then if it doesn't happen, you're, you're, you're the guy who said it was you – know, you, you set the expectation yeah. at that level. But I, I do think I, – and, I, and I probably said this in, in past years, so you know, I, I even hesitate to say it, but in the past years they had a lot of experience up front. And, and, and those guys came back, and it was kind of just more of the same. But I think these guys have a little less experience, but a little more talent. Yeah. Guys like guys like Olu. I, I thought Olu played really well. The more I went back and watched it in the in the Outback Bowl, you can't tell sometimes just watching. Sure. Because you're watching eleven guys on the day right. of the game, but you go back and you watch one guy, and he, I, I, th- I thought he looked pretty good. He lo- he looks like he could be the left tackle of the future. Uh, Tang Walling is going to be a a, a a fascinating player for these guys. I, he he's a I mean, he's only listed at six foot five. He he looks like he's he's much bigger than he's listed, and he's listed as a huge man. So I, I think he is a as a guy that everybody in the country thought was going to be a, a very talented player wherever he went. I, I think he can come in and, and make a big difference. But I, but I like Juice better at center than I did at guard. I think that that's that, that's a good fit for him. And it'll be very interesting to me to see where you know see see what all the fuss is about with Sal Wormley. I, I, I think they really thought that was a big loss for them last year to not have Sal and to yeah. to have to have to work in those couple of guys who you know the, the Wiggins and the Wilsons who who played a little bit in the beginning. Wilson played most of the season at left guard. But I, I think those two guys, you know, it, 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 I think in the middle with Juice bringing a lot of experience back, and you could argue he was their best lineman anyway the last couple of years. But, you, you know, you could put Juice in the middle with all that experience and those two very talented guards. I, I think that makes you a better running team right there. And if you're a better running team, you're going to throw better. So you could because you, you you're not going to be able to just sit back and, and rush the pass. That makes you a much better pass blocking team. If you could run the ball. So it, it, with this team, it's all about every position. How how much better can we run the ball? That that cures a lot of ills. And and I think those three guys on the offensive line can do it. Now will they? I, I, I'm, with, I'm with James and, and, and Phil Trotwine on that one. You, you got to go prove it to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I Manny Diaz. You know, you go back to what Miami did, and it was attack, attack, attack. Is that the sense you're getting when you listen to him about how he wants to play with Penn State's defense? Oh, absolutely. I saw I, he was the, the, after the media day. Uh, they had the practice open and went in, and mm-hmm. he was the only guy I watched because I want to see how he coached. Right. And he is he has no nonsense, and he he, he just talks about turnovers. He he's an aggressive guy. Uh, and and that does rub off. Now, does it mean you're going to get more turnovers? No, but I I I, I bet my I almost bet my house that they're going to have more. They're going to force more turnovers this year because not 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 because Manny Diaz wants to or because he he's always done it in the past, but because he has the the schemes to do it and the players to do it. They're going to be able to rush passes this year, and they're going to be able to cover receivers. And that, that's how you, that's how you force turnovers to me. Make the quarterback uncomfortable. Make him take too much time. I think Penn State defense sets up to do that, no, no matter who the, the coordinator would have been. I, I think that's what these guys uh, are, are able to do, what they have the potential to do. Uh, I, I love the secondary. I mean, everybody does there. It, 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 you know, James Franklin raved about it at Media Day. Um, you know, they have a lot of a, a lot of good youth there, but a lot of experience as well. Kalen King, I think, is going to be a, a star. Jair is, is, is a potential All-American, but. You know, you got 
you're going to be able to cover cover good receivers, and you're going to be able to rush the passer if you stay healthy off the edges. Because I, I think off the edge, up front, they're going to be very, very good. So I, they have they have the potential anyway to be a team that forces a lot more turnovers. You had the Manny Diaz attitude. You had the Manny Diaz schemes. Uh, I, I think he was the perfect hire for that. I, I think that was an A plus, A plus hire, and I, and I said it at the time. Now, is he going to be around forever? Who knows? I probably not. But for one year, for if, if he's looking to to rebuild that image of himself as the guy who who forces the turnovers, the guy with the chaos defense, this is the def- this is the team. If I were him, I would have wanted a coach because they have all those pieces. Right. Uh- how often in your travels are you asked about the Big Ten television deal? Um, yeah, so so not 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 much by fans because they're going to watch whoever whoever has it. But right. I, you know, a lot of the people from yeah, you know, a lot of the guys who I know from covering baseball and 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 and, and doing a lot of you know the, the the Big Ten stuff, they're very into it because they, you know, they they think that's a uh, they they think a fascinating deal. They they you know, they knew it was going to be big money. Um, and yeah, you know, but you know, once the networks were kind of, you know, the blanks were kind of filled in there, I thought they thought that was a that was a very interesting looking, uh, an, an interesting looking deal. I, what, let's put it would put it that way about how how this is going to be on a the, the viewing experience for the fans on a on a Saturday afternoon. So see, I I mean, I, I don't know many I don't know if many fans have asked me about it, but I certainly people in the industry are are fascinated by it. Yeah, you know, what's interesting to me is that CBS is going to have to do, and the Big Ten's going to help them, I guess. They're going to have to do a juggling act next year because CBS still has the SEC next year at three thirty, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. You know, in other words, the SEC doesn't go to ESPN until twenty four. So next year in that three thirty time slot, CBS is going to have SEC obligations. And the Big Ten is going to be—they're going to work around it, I guess. Yeah, and I think that's a—that's a great point, and I think that's going to be something we're talking a lot about next year, because I think that's going to be a Penn State game a lot of weeks. Yeah, because you're going to have—you know, Fox is going to have—you know, obviously the, the the choice of the game of the week, but that that game going against the SEC with CBS. That could be a Penn State game more often than not because Penn State is always going to be a, a very interesting talking point uh, uh, and a, a, a big ratings grab for, for the network. So, so yeah, I think for a year it could be a it, it could be a real a real mess. And I, you know, the one thing I, a lot of of those guys have, that, that I've talked with, to about this have asked me about was you know was, you know mixing NBC Notre Dame. How do they all fit in? So it, it, there's a lot of moving parts, well, and it's, it's a weird deal. Notre Dame wants to be at 2.30. I mean, NBC only has their home games. They want to be at 2.30 unless there's one game like Clemson this year, which is at 7.30. So it does, I don't really see how it – it's not going to impact them that often. But to me, it's going to be interesting to see how CBS juggles 23 because they still have the SEC deal. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's by, by far the most interesting – thing for next year but you know everybody it's, it's always this whole you know does this mean the, the the notre dame and the big 10 is a formality i don't think so no i don't either <laughs> i don't yeah either. i i think notre notre dame you you, you know every, everybody thinks oh notre dame is going to get strong-armed into doing and, and, and to join the conference i don't think notre dame has ever gotten strong-armed into doing anything <laughs> you no, know, that, no. That, that's not notre dame style they do what notre dame does and people are going to watch notre dame but but yeah next year with the sec because 
I mean, CBS is going to end up with a really great SEC game and the number two Big Ten game. I, or if, 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 if it's that good a Big Ten game. So it, it'll be very, very interesting to me to, to see how they play that out with, with what really is the future of their brand and what fans are, are expecting to see you know, broadcast nationally on a, on, a, on a Saturday afternoon, especially late in the season. All right. And NBC, by the way, is going to go with Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett to be their Notre Dame broadcast team this year. So It can't be worse than last year's. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's possible, yes. All right. Always a pleasure, Donnie. Uh, by the way, how are the Rail Riders doing? The Rail Riders, and on, on June 6th, were the worst team in AAA baseball record-wise. I think they were 16, 17 games under 500, and they've played about 20 over since. So they're, they're kind of a fascinating team right now in, in, yeah. in AAA baseball for anyone who follows that. They, they, have, they have some prospects who everybody thinks the, the Yankees should be calling up, uh, but they're not going to do it. So this team might be – they might go from worst record in the league at the halfway point to the playoffs. So that, that'll, be, that'll be an interesting follow here. But, but yeah, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure once September hits, the Yankees will take a few of those guys, maybe. Probably will. All right. Uh, the Yankees are not exactly rolling right now. They're two and eight in their last ten, uh, and when they face somebody that's over five hundred of late, they struggle. All right, Donnie, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Look forward to talking again shortly. All right. Donnie Collins, Grand Times Tribune. They ought to just call up all the rail riders. What do you think? No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. I'm just trying to find out how desperate you are. We'll see what happens when we start September. Well, in September, I'm going to be a Purdue. <laughs> After that, then. I got Central Michigan. Or Ohio University. <laughs> then I go to Auburn. Then I got Central Michigan. Then I got Northwestern. They got a bye week. Then I got to go to Michigan. Yeah. I hear you. We'll get it yeah. squeezed in. I mean, I'll watch whatever it is you're watching for entertainment purposes. You know, something to relax. I watched a little. I only saw the. Ninth inning last night. That's all I saw. I listened to some of it driving back because I was up at Williamsport last night. Um, all right. We're going to take a break. Uh, we've got a lot going on today. We've got Glenn Mack now on the Eagles, Alex Kazora on the Steelers. Alex is actually at Steeler Camp. We'll get their thoughts on the opening preseason games. Used to be, I don't know about you, uh, you're you're probably still into the preseason games, right? Like, you oh, really yeah. watch it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I can't. Changed a long time ago for me. I just... Um, and I do realize that if you're really vested in a team, it's really about roster spots 40 through 53 now. 
That really is what it's about. That's why I was talking about this week in Penn State football. Why This week in Penn State football is about, okay, who solidifies the spot to start? Who solidifies being in the rotation or being in a sub-package? Who solidifies being on the travel team? And who then has to be on the scout team? That's what this week is about here. There's no class this week. They're done. So they don't go back to class until a week from today when classes open up again. So they are locked in football and football only this week. And by the time they get to Sunday, on Sunday, they'll be breaking into scout teams. So that's what this week's about. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment as we continue in News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Purdy Insurance. In an ever changing world, one thing you can always count on is the service at Purdy Insurance. Hi, this is Season. While the world is constantly changing, Purdy Insurance is dedicated to providing you with the highest level of service to protect you, your family, and your business. Give us a call today at 570 286 5855. Go to our website at purdyinsurance.com or check us out on Facebook to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. 